I love video games so much. I'm pretty fond of this podcast, too. They're fun. This is fun. Video games are fun. Well, not all games. Echo the Dolphin's not really that fun, but most games are fun. You know what isn't fun? Buying razor blades. And my friends over at Harry's agree. And that's why they started their company. And I don't understand why anybody would buy razors from anyone else. I'm super serial. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG and pick up a $3 trial set to find out for yourself why I'm so damn serial about this. Harry's makes the best razor blades out there and they ship them right to your front door. I don't think I'm allowed to lie in these, but I'm not anyways. I've been using Harry's for years and I've never considered going anywhere else. The blades come in this awesome little container that's easy to travel with and keeps them sharp and clean and the razor handle doesn't look like a piece of plastic out of cyberpunk. Those handles are great for high school kids with peach fuzz but you're a man now. Shave like one. And it's not just the blades. Looking good is great but smelling good is just as important. Harry's has skin softening body wash with scents like stone, wildlands, and redwood. I don't want to smell like plastic. I want to smell like a man. They have awesome smelling deodorant for $5, hair products, grooming supplies, everything you need to go from a five to a nine. Well, like an eight, and we don't want to overpromise. Well, like an eight, at least. Harry's offers subscriptions so you can get your blades and supplies when you need them, and you can feel free to cancel at any time, but you won't want to, I promise. Listen to me. Harry's is legit. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just three bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. Remember the Game is brought to you by my website, abcomedy.net. Uh, as you may or may not know, I'm a comedian by night, and as much as I love talking about old video games, uh, telling jokes is how I actually pay my bills. So please check out my website. Uh, in addition to old episodes of this podcast, you'll find my blog, videos of my stand-up, all of my upcoming shows, and my contact information. If you need a comedian for your next fundraiser, corporate event, house party, whatever you got going on, uh, hit me up. Again, it's abcomedy.net. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to it. Please leave us a good review. Uh, And most importantly, please tell a friend. I'd really appreciate it. There'll be a new episode every single Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for the support. I hope you enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about a video game from back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you guys so much for listening, coming back, first timers, whatever. Welcome. Thanks for downloading this thing. This week, episode 39. This is a big one. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you guys. This I was saving this one for episode 40. Uh, I'm trying to spread out the really heavy hitting fucking iconic games so that I'm not just burning them all in the first 50 episodes of this thing. Uh, But next week for episode 40, it's WrestleMania week. So we're going to wade back into the wrestling pool. I've got one more wrestling game recorded, ready to go. Uh, So this one got bumped up a week. For episode 39, we are going to The Legend of Zelda for the NES. One of the, if not the most influential video game of all time. I think it's right up there with Super Mario Bros. I mean, it's, it's fucking Zelda, right? Everyone, everyone that plays video games has played a Zelda game. Maybe not this one, but you've played one of them, minimum. And they all fucking started here, buddy, with this one right here from way back in 1986. So that's what we're talking this week. I'm not going to waste too much time before I get into it. I know I fucking say that every week, blah, 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 blah. Uh, We're on Facebook uh, and we're on Twitter and we're on Instagram. Twitter and Instagram, it's at memberthegame. Facebook, it's facebook.com slash rememberthegame. And I know I plug those every week. The reason I'm bringing them up specifically right now is I have had some messages from people in the last week and it's been really fucking cool getting messages from people that I don't know. I know a lot of my friends listen to this, but to get messages from people you've never met uh, is such a cool thing to know that other people are appreciating this. So I just want to give a couple quick shout outs to people that have reached out to me on the social medias, uh, on Facebook, uh, Joshua, uh, from Alberta here in Alberta, uh, reached out to me, just said he just found, the the remember the game on, on Spotify last week is the first podcast he's ever really got into. Uh, he's really digging it. He's burning through the backlog. He's appreciative that we gave final fantasy nine some love, which it fucking deserves. And he said that he also, uh, has been one of the geeks that yells at his phone when we get a detail wrong about a game, which I love cause I love that passion. So, uh, dude, Joshua, thank you so much for reaching out. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. And then also just this morning, 
I got a message, dude. I'm I'm sorry if I fuck up your name. Uh, from uh, from Toddy. Uh, and he, uh, is, uh, so the message said, uh, dude, I was looking for a retro gaming podcast and came across a few, but fuck me, man. Yours is sick. Keep up the good work. Can't wait to listen to them all in future episodes. Love from Australia. So that is like, I, I don't fuck you guys. That is rad. So Toddy, thank you so much for reaching out. And then we got a couple of new reviews on iTunes, uh, over the last couple of weeks as well. Uh, keep them coming. Love it from a whole bunch of random letters without a single vowel in it. So I'm not going to try to guess who that was. And then, uh, another review, five stars from Ben drinking. That's a sweet name on iTunes. Uh, I recently found this podcast and being a nerd, I loved it right away. It's fun to reminisce about childhood and the host's passion makes me go play the game he covers that week when I get home from work. Thanks for giving me a new podcast to subscribe to and I'll definitely come see you live if you come to Vancouver. Because like you said in the top, I don't know if you guys listen to that little blurb every week. I'm a comedian, so... If you're ever around, please come see me. Go to my website. Uh, but to all you guys, thank you so much for the messages. That I mean, I would keep doing this thing even if nobody listened to it just because I really enjoy talking video games. But to get some of these messages from complete strangers just out of the blue uh, really, really means a lot to me. So thank you guys all so much. That's fucking awesome. And if you like the show and you're listening to this, uh, leave me a review, please, on social media or shoot me a message on something on one of those platforms or whatever. I love reading them. I love giving shout outs because at least I know that means someone's listening to the podcast. And um, that's pretty cool. Thanks, you guys. Really, that's, that's fucking rad. So... With all that said and all the circle jerking around the love and everything, I'm going to get back to the video game. Like I said this week, Legend of Zelda for the NES. Everyone has played it. Everyone knows it. Um, I, I shouldn't say everyone's played it. I never played it as a kid. We never owned this game. I played it very little at a couple of my buddies' places. The first Zelda game I really got into was Link to the Past uh, or maybe Link's Awakening. One or the other. Like That was the generation I got into. I kind of missed the NES ones. And then, uh, I mean, The Legend of Zelda has been out on fucking everything. I had it on the 3DS. I think I had it on my Wii from the Virtual Console. It was on the NES Classic. And then it came out on the Switch. Uh, pardon me. Sorry, guys. That's my phone because that's how good I am at this job. Uh, it came out on my Switch on the Nintendo Online thing. And that was finally when I fired it up and played it. Decided, you know what? I'm going to sit down and play this fucking game. And uh, this game holds up, man. Even today. It's got its flaws. Obviously, it's not... The master, well, it is a masterpiece. It's not as, um, it's not, it's not, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't even say it's not as fun. Maybe it's not quite as fun to play as some of the more modern games. It's obviously no Breath of the Wild or anything like that. But dude, like, this game is still fun as all hell. If it came out as an indie, like, imagine this wasn't Zelda. It was just, like, the exact same game, but it wasn't Legend of Zelda. It was just some random adventure game. I would buy this game and fucking adore it. That's awesome. So, uh, this game is, is a masterpiece. It's incredible. Easily one of the, if not the most influential game of all time. I'm pumped to be firing this episode up. I think this is going to get a lot of downloads because everybody knows this game and everybody loves this game except you Zelda haters. And, uh, if that's, and I mean, if you hate Zelda too, then you're more than entitled to being a Zelda hater. But if you hate this game, something's wrong with you. This game's beautiful. So that's it. I honestly, I'm not going to waste any more time. I'm going to get to my chat with David. Uh, just quickly what I've been playing. Over the last seven days, I'm still completely hooked on Tetris 99 on my Switch. That game is so... I Fuck, I love Tetris. I want to do an episode of this about Tetris, but I just don't know if there's 30 minutes of stuff to say about that game. But uh, if you want a Switch and you have Nintendo Online, check out Tetris 99. It is free with your online membership. It is Battle Royale Tetris, and it is so awesome. I just got my 30th win. It took me just under 300 games to get 30 wins. Um, I have no idea if that's good or not, but I'm goddamn proud of it. Uh, I'm almost done playing through Kirby's Adventure. Been playing through that on my Switch as well on the Nintendo Online. One of those ones I owned as a kid that I love. And uh, that's been a lot of fun. And then I'm still plogging through Doom. Uh, the remake, of, well not the remake, but the new Doom. The, I guess it's Doom 4, Doom 2016, Doom 2017, whatever. Uh, playing it on Switch. Started out really fun. I'm starting to get bored of it. But that's it's just Doom. You know, the storyline doesn't even matter. You're some dude with a lot of guns that goes to hell and kills demons. It's, it's okay. I don't know uh yoshi the new yoshi game comes out this friday and i'm pretty excited for that i'm gonna pick that up i think that'll be my new go-to uh it's one of those ones i can play with my girlfriend so that's pretty cool i'm I'm looking forward to that so uh good enough i think i've rambled enough what are we at here six seven seven minutes seven minutes of me basically stroking my own dick and reading people's reviews of my podcast uh and if you hate my podcast leave me a review i'll read that i I mean still leave me five stars please because i think the one star reviews hurt um, but say something bad about it. I'll fucking read it. I'm not above that. I don't care. Anyone that knows me in real life, I shit on myself all the time. Okay. Shut up, Adam. Good enough. Uh, we're talking Legend of Zelda. This game originally came out February 21st, 1986. 
so it is 33 years old. Uh, hats off to one of the greatest video games of all time. Cue the music and check this out. My buddy David Ray, comedian and improver extraordinaire, and myself take a great trip down memory lane and visit Hyrule as we talk The Legend of Zelda for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Here we go. Look, we've all been there. You're on your computer, you're plugging away at a project or a video or a podcast, and then somehow you lose your work. The computer crashes, you drop your phone on the delete key, your hard drive isn't terraformed or whatever it is, hey, lightning strikes the transmitter, doesn't matter. Bottom line, your work is gone and it's devastating, which is why you need backup, literally, in the form of Crash Plan. They're offering a free trial of their computer backup services and some special deals, all for the hot dogs at CrashPlan.com slash RTG. Crash Plan is the ultimate computer backup service. Whether you're just a solo internet renegade like myself, or you run a business with a bunch of people all click-clacking away, Crash Plan hangs out in the background while you work, and every 15 minutes, they encrypt and backup all the files on your computer that have changed in that time. So if your computer decides to jerk you around, and they do and you lose your work a backup is waiting for you and it's not a backup from yesterday it's a backup from the last 15 minutes come on now that's that's pretty sweet and not only are they saving the most recent versions of your work they can back up unlimited versions of your work so it's like a rewind button realize you screwed something up an hour ago just rewind an hour go find an old version of it and you're just like that you're done you're back to the races it's awesome time is money don't waste your day redoing your work in a rage-filled stupor if something goes wrong. Check out Crash Plan, invest in a safety net, and save yourself a ton of time and stress when your computer decides not to play nice. Seems like a no-brainer to me. Go to CrashPlan.com RTG to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited-time buy-one-get-one offers for Remember the Game listeners. That's CrashPlan.com RTG. Back up better with Crash Plan. All right, let's get let's uh, get this David. My buddy David Ray is back in the house. My NES, uh, my fellow NES junkie. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Thank you for coming over. Yeah. I'm a little concerned about this week's episode because, like, when I came up with the idea for this podcast, I had lots of people interested in coming on, but everybody wants to talk about like the the like the the gems. 64. No, no, like the Chrono Triggers, like like yeah. fucking Goldeneye, like yeah. Tony Hawk, like the biggest franchise, the biggest games ever. Yeah. And so sometimes we have to do these little titles, and I'm worried that no one's going to know who they are, and the no, game yeah. is not going to get any downloads. And this is one of those games. Like I don't know if anyone's nobody. Gonna... No, nobody knows this game at all. Uh, <laughs> this week uh, we were talking the original, the one that started it all, The Legend of Zelda, the one the... that was on CDI, <laughs> old school man. Uh, fuck the old. Do you do you know the CDI game? I do. Yeah. yeah. Have you, did you ever play any of those? No. No. I don't know if anybody ever did fucking play those games. Yeah. I've seen clips of them, like on like Angry That's Video all Game Nerd and stuff, and I watch it, and I'm like, that looks terrible. This is the original. This is, uh, I mean, I would say, if The Legend of, I, I think, I still would argue that Mario is the most recognizable video yeah. game mascot of all time, and I, you could probably argue that Pokemon is the most valuable at this point. Yeah. But I think Zelda is the most iconic if that makes sense does that like, like specifically like, link like yeah like just yeah like link and just like like i mean if you were to take all of the average scores of all the games in a franchise and add them up and take an average this might be number one like it's just so beloved by its fan base you know what i mean like yeah i i, I think of critical scores I guess Zelda would probably. Th- there's a few of the ones that, like say on the 3DS that may not. There's a couple so of well. the couple of the freak games. Yeah, yeah, but, but the like the mainline series on like the the consoles, the home consoles. Yeah, I they're th- so iconic. You know, yeah. if you go to Metacritic, we were looking this up when we did the Ocarina of Time episode a while ago. I think two of the top five all-time scored games on Metacritic are Breath of the Wild and Ocarina of Time. Yeah, I could believe that. Like it's just. And I'm uh, full disclosure before we get too far into this episode. I like the Zelda games. I've yeah. played most of them. Yeah. Not my favorite franchise. They're fine. Yeah. But I don't get caught up in the timeline and the lore. I just mm. they're fun. But that's it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yourself? Are you diehard? I I I like 
I like them, and I've played most of them. I haven't played the last couple, actually, Skyward Sword and Breath of the Wild, only because... I haven't had like the newer the me- system. Yeah. yeah. I like I've I'm stuck in the Xbox realm right now, so um but I I definitely want to play Breath of the Wild cuz from what I hear uh is that I, I love the idea of the exploring aspect, which is what you find in this first game and yeah. why I think this first game does so well. Yeah. Is like that that philosophy of you know, go and explore like everything's open to you Dude, right off the yes. start. That yeah. Which is a rarity in like the Nintendo realm, especially in this era, dude, uh, that, yeah. where it comes from. Agreed. Know? Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, the Zelda games have always had an aspect of ex- exploration to them and stuff yeah. for sure. But it's. Uh, I I thought like that an open world kind of a yeah, yeah. But I thought that myself when I played through Breath of the Wild when it first came out. Uh, it's it's. I, it took me forever to admit it was as good as everyone made it out to be. Just because yeah. I was like, okay, you like, want to be contrarian, <laughs> and then I was probably Can't be that good, right? Like, yeah. I mean, and it was so good that like my girlfriend and I bought a second Switch so that she could play <laughs> because she was playing on mine all the time. It was so good, and I had very minimally played the NES one. Yeah. I played as a kid. I never owned it. I just would play it occasionally at my friends' houses and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, I finally went back and played through the NES one about three months ago, and. uh it really does feel like an 8-bit Breath of the Wild. Like, I was mm-hmm. really just blown away by the amount of exploration and the freedom you had in this game. Because you could accidentally wander into the seventh yeah. dungeon yeah. randomly. You could. <laughs> if you're and not just, careful. And like and probably get worked. I yeah. know there are people that could beat it with three hearts without getting a sword, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 99% of us get destroyed. Yeah, yeah uh, normal people yeah. uh, who have yeah. uh, lives to have back lives. to. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now, for if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, like this is literally two nerds sitting in a room talking about video games to put on the internet and we're telling you you don't have a life <laughs> if you can beat Zelda without a sword and three hearts. You freaks. <laughs> it, uh, I'll tell you, David, like, it, if someone was to play this game for the first time now, like a kid that had never played it when we were kids. Oh, they, they would, would not. They would give up so quickly. They would be like, this sucks. It's, it's hard. Yeah. We don't know where the fuck we're supposed to go. It's, and it is. You, you might not get your sword off the start of the game. You might not. Yeah. Because it's so easy to, you could, well, it's not easy to miss. It's right fucking there. But like, you can miss the sword and just mm-hmm. walk away. Mm-hmm. Having said that, dude, like this game, what did I say? It came out in 1986. Six. Yeah, 86. For a game to have launched in 1986 and be this big and this open with this much freedom, it's like Nintendo literally thought of everything you could do yeah. in this game and made sure there was a way to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could walk around, you get a hold of a candle, you can walk around and burn trees with your candle and burn yeah. bushes with your candle. You can walk around bombs and blow up holes in rocks. Yeah. They. And that all seems so commonplace now, but like, dude, this game came out shortly after the original Super Mario Brothers, right? Yeah, and that soon. game yeah. is a great game, but it, it is it's so basic. Yeah. You know, you run from left to right and you jump on bad guys. Yeah. Then you take it to this and it's so big. Yeah. I just, it, it blew me away playing it in 2019. Yeah. I was like that they were able to do this on this game, you know? Well, and and even some of the core mechanics of the game now are still around, like mm-hmm. starting with three hearts and like, um, you know, getting the master sword. Like, there's there's certain elements that repeat through all of all of them that, um, you know, when done right, can I? It's such fertile ground to go from, and they it's all established in that first one. Yeah, it's really incredible, man. Like, I'll tell you, like, I, I mean, I still my favorite Zelda game is still Link to the Past. Yeah, um, Link to the Past is so good. It's yeah. so good. But even that one, I don't feel, is as open world as this one is. Because you needed to get items. You need to, to get certain items first. Right? Yeah. Whereas this one, like you said, you can pretty well get anywhere. There's only a few exceptions. Like you need the raft to get to the one right. dungeon. And but you, you can, te- I think you can get, make it to most places, uh, barring a, like the last dungeon, I think. Yeah, like it's really... It's almost too open world. Like it, it, I like I can't imagine trying to beat this game prior to the internet. You know, because like when I played through it there a couple months ago, I had to look up a few. Th- I tried my best not to look stuff up because yeah. I think that that's where the game is at its best. Yeah. But I would hit a point where I would just get frustrated walking around in circles. And I was like, where the fuck do I have to go? Like, where yeah, is this? I need? I need. I need some sort. Of, I need to talk to a person. Please, yeah. like something. 
the idea of playing this back in the 80s when you could the only way to know where to go yeah. would be a guide a buddy or to call the nintendo hotline maybe, oh yeah and pay <laughs> pay five dollars yeah which my mom and dad would have never let me do because mm. it was so expensive uh like it all like i wonder if at any point when shigeru was designing this game and they were making it like i wonder if they were like this isn't gonna work like this is too big this is too broad no i don't think so like i hope I th- they didn't think that but i wonder i i think i i i think it's just such a natural like it's a big old adventure like i think they're probably pretty excited when when the concept it was like nothing that had ever come out yeah you know again people are gonna play it now and and i understand why you're like yeah okay but like this had never happened yeah. You know what I mean? A game this big, I don't think. A game this big and open. No. Not that, not this open. Everything was linear. Uh, yeah. Like, a lot of, like, the, the the Mario Brothers style of, like, okay, you go from level to level to level, like, in this straightforward path, yeah. is, like, what most games are. Um, like, I can't think of, like, an overworld was not super common. No. Of, like, you can go any direction kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, yeah, I, I think there was something very special about it. And, and, and it's even influenced other games because we were kind of uh, briefly talking about Star Tropics off mic. Yeah. And Star Tropics, which came out later for the system, takes a lot of its cues from the Zelda game. Totally. Yeah, yeah like, totally. Uh, three hearts and like yeah. it's, it's the open world style. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Star Tropics, like in some ways, Star Tropics is almost like yeah like an hd zelda with a yo-yo instead of a sword yeah like it's there are definitely a lot of nuances and even like the going from screen to screen in the dungeons and stuff like yeah. that but like anyway this isn't this isn't well i'd like to do one about star tropics we'll do that because i like that game yeah uh but this game is just uh, yeah maybe you're right i just would i would love to they, know they what their thoughts tough, were they they also had some of the toughest fights probably uh before Breath of the Wild, from what I understand, once oh. again, because Breath of the Wild, you can get into some tough fights. Oh like, yeah, but yeah. like that first game, you could. Uh, there were some rooms where it'd be a bunch of guys with uh, swords that could take down half oh, your health. Dude. Those, those, those fucking. I, uh, there's gonna be a Zelda nerd yelling at me because I don't know their names. I don't know if they're Minotaurs or what, but those yeah. fucking half horse. Half lion, <laughs> those blue ones yeah. that take like twelve hits to kill with the first sword, but they kill you so quick. Oh god! And you get into rooms where you have to kill like six of them before you can move on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh that, that's that's where I got stuck in my most recent rendition when I was playing like on the Wii or whatever. Yeah, they released it for. Did you know uh, one of the uh, monsters in it? I forget what the thing's name is. It hasn't like continued on past. I think this first game. It's like a like a rat creature with like large ears and everything yeah yep. so like originally the original design was that there was going to be a microphone um built into the controller and you were supposed to shout into your microphone yeah. and it would like stun them or whatever you can kill them but of course they took that out so yeah. i saw i saw uh you know the angry video game nerd yeah everybody knows angry video yeah. game nerd. he does like let's plays now with yeah. his other guy and i was watching them play it and they yeah. were playing the famicom version oh, that had a microphone in it on the controller or something and they were doing that they could oh, yell okay. so and kill that thing yeah like and like it's that does that not seem like one of the first, you know, Nintendo does other weird little things they yeah. do that they use for like three games and then never fucking come back to like, seems like such a cool idea and then they never did anything with it. Well, and that to me is like one of those tricky, like, hey, they don't tell you that this is what you should do. Right. It, like I'm going back to like Star Tropics. Star Tropics had another uh, thing. I'll, I'll save it for there. But there was like a thing in that game where you could only do. You had to do this thing that you would never conceive of. Yeah, yeah. To to progress in the game. So yeah. like that's like one of these tricky things of like why would you think to yell into your controller? Right. Yeah. There was one of the Castlevanias where you had to kneel against a wall for like ten seconds or something to get through. And then, yeah. We're just like, like, how like, the fuck would anyone ever know? <laughs> Why, why do you think I would do that? I yeah. guess, but at least that was like, you didn't need to do it to beat it or anything. No, right? no, no it was, true. uh, it, it, it blew me away. Like it's, and like to this day, like the exploration can be a little frustrating cause you don't know where to go. You have to look some stuff up, Yeah, but like the gameplay is tight. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the world is so much fun to just explore. Like I literally would log in, like log in. I would turn it on and just play for an hour and just walk around. Like just mm. just just grinding uh rupees and and just trying to see what I could find. 
Well, and that was kind of the nice thing, too, of if you did get stuck, it's kind of like, no, I'm just going to screw this. I'm going to leave this dungeon for a little while and see if I can, like, come back with more resources yeah, by, yeah. like, exploring. And As a kid, uh, like, I, 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 God, I wish I, did you own this game as a kid? No, this is another one I had borrowed from my friends. Yeah, I wish that I had owned this as a kid because yeah. this feels like a game you could get for Christmas. Like, if you're one of those families where you got one game for Christmas, you could get this and you'd be good for two years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there was so much <laughs> to do. Like, it's funny because now, if you know where you're going, you could probably beat it in an hour, a couple hours, if you knew where you were well, going. Well, the funny thing is, I was talking to um, one of my friends who was older than me, and he got this game for uh, when it first came out as a Christmas gift or whatever it yeah. was. Uh, he told me he beat it, like, like over the weekend, when it first came up, and this guy was like a smart guy, so like I, I like trust him, and he mm-hmm. would have been older. He would have been at an age that's like, oh, he probably like his mind was just young enough, yet also old enough to like just right take this and beat it really quickly. I sure. can believe that happening, but like that's just wild. Yeah, to me. I couldn't imagine. I like I I, I, I haven't I, beat it to this day. Right. I yeah. play. I played it in 2018 with the internet at my fingertips, <laughs> and it took me like a, a month to fucking beat it. <laughs> Um, but I guess even if you could do that, like there's still so much to, just because you beat it doesn't mean you found everything. Yeah. You know, there's a well, ton there's of exploration. Well, there's also the plus game or whatever. And there's a second game in it, right? Like that's just, I'll tell you, man, people can shit on Nintendo for all their weird ideas with their weird consoles and their marketing and all the weird things they do. And I think a lot of the criticism they get is is completely uh, deserved. But that said, Super Mario Bros, and in particular, the original Legend of Zelda, they blazed a trail for games for the next 30 years that i don't even know if they i think miyamoto gets the credit he deserves because he's considered an absolute icon Mm -hmm. in gaming but i don't know if nintendo sometimes gets the tip of the hat they deserve you know people forget how trailblazing some of the games they made like they take big swings like really do man like they they don't necessarily think like like sony's and xbox's approach is always like just put a more powerful graphics chip in there and like more yeah. po- processing power, which is all fine. But the Nintendo is like, no, we're not going to play that game. We are going to try to make games more interesting. Totally. We're going to try new angles that we ha- maybe haven't been considered before. And yeah, sometimes you're going to wind up with a virtual boy, but also at other times you wind up with like, uh, uh, like the Wii, like yeah. with a motion sensing controllers yeah. that can do yeah. some interesting stuff, or like a, a switch that you can take with you anywhere. Yeah, you know, like it, like this game, like five years before this game, people were playing like like single screen yeah. games, like Donkey Kong, like like yeah. Pac-Man, great games, but there's no story, there's no exploration. It's one screen. You're just trying to get as high a score as you can. Yeah, you know what I mean. This one had an had probably the strongest story up until that point. Sure, probably in a yeah. game. Uh, when did Mega Man come out? Was that after? I, I feel that that feel that came after. I want to say eighty seven, but I'm just guessing. But, but yeah, I think like, it was after. Yeah, yeah. Like this idea of a story of like you got to go into all these dungeons that there's like there you get the sense of a world. Maybe Castlevania would be another. Sure, but this like just even that like to combine that story with incredible like like to me the trifecta of this game and, and a lot of Zelda games but this one is is uh, good gameplay. Mm. It's got tight, challenging gameplay. It's got a fun story to play with. I mean, it's not the most it's not the most in depth story ever, but there's a story to it that makes sense that you yeah. know why you're doing what you're doing, and then just the sheer exploration and volume of it. You combine those three things, and this is it's something it's unquestionable if you made a list of the 10 most iconic video games of all time this has to be on it yeah. or maybe not iconic but influential influential, influential is probably yes. a better term than yeah. iconic because iconic would then go to like ocarina sure i think which is overrated but i'm not gonna get into that right now we're not gonna do that we're not talking i like majora's it. mask is better i've never played majora's mask majora's i've tried it twice and just couldn't get i was like i don't get it i don't I have to play it because I've had so many people say they want to do an episode about it on this podcast. And I'm like, dude, right now, I literally would just sit here and be like, I don't get it. I got to play it. I got to play it. Well, then Nintendo, if you're listening to this, like I fucking know you are. How about you start putting Nintendo 64 games on your goddamn <laughs> Switch so that we can play them like you did with these? Okay. 
get back to Zelda. Another thing this game did, and I don't remember another game doing it before this, and if I'm not mistaken, it was one of the first games to ever do it, is it had saves. Like, it had a built-in battery, and you could yes. save your game. Yeah. And, like, which you would have had to. I can't even... Passwords would have been impossible in this. Yeah. Like, how would you keep track of everything like that? You know? I don't think it'd be possible, you know? You needed that. Um, it, yeah, like, I mean, it's, um, you know what I'm playing right now is Metroid, the first NES Metroid, yeah. uh, which is, it's, fuck, that game's hard, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's fun too, but I almost feel a similar sense to Zelda in the sense of the exploring and trying to figure where to go, but it doesn't have the saves. It's got these like massive fucking passwords <laughs> and like to have done that in the eighties where you have to write them down. You can't screenshot it. You got to write them down. Yeah. And then if you write down one long or one wrong letter or number, you're completely boned. Yeah. Uh, no, this game absolutely needed a battery, yeah. you know? And I don't remember another game coming out with a battery before this, you know, someone listening to this might yell at me and be like, yeah, it does have it. I'm trying to see if it did. It would have to be a Nintendo game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like another company like konami was not going to invent a cartridge with a you know what i'm saying yeah. like you you kind of need that that sounds like a, a nintendo innovation yeah yeah dude it's crazy to see that like an original review of it got it gave it a 7.2 out of 10 that boggles my mind like that just because to this day it's fucking good i'm like that's what zelda 2 deserves not the original <laughs> zelda uh it's it i don't know man it's just it's a great game i i can see you know what? I think why it would get a, look, a lower rating in that day is it's not the most action-packed kind of a game. It's like it's a, it's a little bit more low-key, sure. and it's super difficult in its own way. I could see people playing like I, I could see because like this game was hyped. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't really remember it. I was like two and a half years old when this game came out, but I'm sure this game was hyped. Like it's one of the greatest selling games on the NES's library. There's a reason. Like there, I'm sure it had some. I'm pretty sure that it, like they were originally sending it out like with guides and shit because people were so they were so worried about people getting lost and everything. Mm. I could see it running into a problem where like say you bought your kid who's like four or five a new Nintendo game for Christmas and you got him this one. Yeah. And after a few hours of playing it, he has no idea where to go. He's just dying over and over and over again. And he's like, well, this sucks. Like, what am I supposed to do? Well, I'm even thinking of like older kids. Uh, one of the challenges to this game, I could see it's directionless. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you don't really know where you're supposed to go. Literally the first you're screen. You're exploring. Yeah. Like... That first screen. That first screen when you turn the game on. You're standing in like a field and there's a cave right there, yeah. which I guess some people wouldn't even know it's a cave. I yeah. guess by today's standards, it's pretty obvious. It's a black yeah. square on a wall, oh, but I could see some, there. right, but I could see someone skipping it and you go down. You and, could think it's like a pit. Yeah. You could think, oh, that's, I, I die if I go in that. Yeah. If you didn't know, you yeah. know, so you get the sword, say you don't say you, say you do know it's a cave. You go in and you get your, you get your, uh, you get your sword. You come out, you can go, you can go up left or right right away yeah and it's like well and literally when i was playing it the other day or the a couple months ago for the first time i was like i have no idea which of these you just pick away and you yeah. just start fucking walking you know what i mean and like you have no idea how strong the bad guys you're about to run into are or if you're walking to a dead end or well and and like the idea that well what am i where am i supposed to go what am i supposed to do and like there's no zero indication like that guy in the cave tells you nothing no he just <laughs> says take this here take this oh thanks man this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all need somebody. Your spouse, your friends, your family. Lean on me when you're not strong. I hope my singing didn't ruin your day. But the point is, we all need relationships. And unfortunately, they're not always easy. They take work. My substantially better half and I have put more work into our relationship than just about anything I've ever touched. And that's how she's been able to stand me for so long. It's give and take. And therapy can be a great way to help balance the taking with the giving. I've been beating this drum for a while and I will continue to beat. Talking to a therapist is one of the best decisions I've ever made. It's almost like a massage for your mind. My therapist has helped me be a better partner, friend, and person. And honestly, sometimes they've just been a great ear to bend when I need to vent about the stress in my life. And therapy can help anyone. You don't have to have been through some crazy trauma to reap the benefits of talking to somebody. If any of this is getting through and you're thinking about giving therapy a shot, consider better help. 
I've used them myself, and they're legit when they say they make therapy as convenient and accommodating as possible. Fill out a short questionnaire, and they'll match you with a licensed therapist that suits your needs, and you schedule appointments around your schedule. And all of your sessions are done online or over the phone, so you can squeeze in a mind massage when it works best for you. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RememberTheGame. Did you know that uh, in the original design, apparently you had an option? You can either take the sword or you could take the boomerang. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but then they're like, no, you need the sword. Yeah, <laughs> you need like, the sword. You yeah. need the sword. Um... Yeah, it's it's so I could understand how like it's like I I think like I mean we'll give it a score at the end of the game, but like I, I think it's pretty universally well regarded now. But I could understand how at that point, especially being new. brand it's, new, people are like, "What is this?" Yeah, you, know? you wouldn't know how to tackle it. You and so I could see a low rating coming because it's just like they don't tell you anything. Yeah, there's you you have to stumble across everything, which is hard. I like compared to everything else that had probably been up to that point, where it's like the even if it's just like move right and get to the end of the level, yeah. like you don't need any instruction to play Mario, yeah. for instance. Yeah. You figure that out. And I think that, you know, and I'm like, and we'll stop blowing smoke up Nintendo's ass in a minute and get into the other aspects of the game. But like, I think Nintendo deserves, because if Nintendo had wanted to, I mean, they probably could have made this one like Zelda 2, but without a world map where you, it's like that, you know, when you're going from left to right or right to left in yeah. Zelda 2, they probably could have just done that. Just yeah. made it, you just go from one way to the other, swing your sword at bad guys, and mm-hmm. get to the end of the list. And people would have been like, yeah, this is great. And instead, they went like a whole different direction. I remember reading something about how Miyamoto um, was inspired. I don't know, maybe it was Pokemon. No, it was something about how he used to explore trees and caves and stuff yes, as a kid. That's, uh, it was Zelda. Yeah. And, that's, and they were like talking about that in relation to Breath of the Wild, and that's why they're mm-hmm. going back to that. But the original for <laughs> Zelda. Yeah, I just, yeah, it was really, like, I really couldn't shake the feeling playing this and playing Breath of the Wild that it was just like a, it was like a coming of age for the original Zelda. It was like, this is what they, if they had had the means to make the original Zelda what Breath of the Wild was, this is what it would have been. You know what I mean? I feel like they finally did what they wanted to do. Um, So, I know we've already explained how you can get lost and you will get lost and you got to find stuff like that. Uh, That aside, like, like, like there's even that one area where, like, the map uh it's like the lost woods oh yeah yeah where you, like it keeps going around in circles yeah yeah until you find you have to uh there's somebody that you talk to at some point that tells you the pattern that yeah. you have to take like northeast east south or whatever yeah whatever. yeah yeah there's two of those there's like a forest in the bottom corner and then there's a up at top on death mountain there's one where you like if you keep walking up it just keeps repeating and you have to like the, one of the dungeons is up there and you have yeah. to do something to get there yeah yeah, yeah so overwhelming you know what i mean like i cannot fathom the concept of playing this game before the internet and we're not knowing where to go i just can't oh that lost woods one would have been like maddening i would have given it up i yeah. know i would have i would have said like fuck this i don't get it i don't know what i'm supposed to do i'm going back to mario um the exploration aside as fun as the exploration is like the gameplay is tight man mm-hmm. like it's a little frustrating at times when the when your the screen like, is full of bad guys that are just like your shield is so useless. The shield's completely useless. And there's no You need it, but it's useless. Yeah. And there's no real method to the bad guy's madness. They just randomly it's walk very, in directions, you, you know. You cannot predict. So it's impossible to like sneak up on a guy. I and, think I think that's where its weakness is, actually. It's like some of the combat is too finicky. Like Agreed. It's, like you can't It's frustrating. Like that room with those fucking blue minotaur things. Like, yeah. God, it drives me crazy. And you just have that tiny little sword. And the my favorite thing about this whole game, as far as the combat controls go, is the laser. Yeah. When, you're, when your health is full. Full, yeah. Um, but dude, you go into some of these tough rooms and you're like, my whole strategy is to just like, I'm like, I cannot get hit. Like just like I need shuck my and dive. Surge. Because if I get hit and lose this beam, I'm boned. Because <laughs> like you go from being able to attack like, a quarter of the screen across, or I don't remember how long it shoots. It doesn't matter. But you, be, you lose the ability to attack from a distance, and now you literally have to be half right an next. inch away from a guy to hurt him. You know yeah. what I mean? And at any point, he might walk toward you. And like you said, if he hits you, he's going to take about three hearts, and you need to hit him six times until you start upgrading your equipment. Yeah. It's impossible. <laughs> that said, like, boss fights. Boss fights were, like, the fun part as opposed to... yeah. Like, sometimes the dungeons were the worst part of the... Because, you, yeah, you'd be fighting so many of these tough guys. Yeah. But the bosses were at least 
interesting. Like, there's like a puzzle there yeah. that you're like, oh, I'm going to figure this thing out. I love the boss fights in this um, game. Yeah. Like, they they even introduced the thing that was then used in Ocarina of, like, the feed the Dodongo a bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was great. Yeah. Like, it's... I can't believe how long it took me to figure that out in this one. Yeah. Before I was like, dude, how many Zelda games have you fucking played? You know just to put a bomb in front of it. It's going to eat the bomb. <laughs> if you just got a bomb now and... Mm-hmm. Um, um, I love that laser... Uh, did you ever watch the cartoon? No. Me- no? Because remember they had the Super Mario Brothers Super Show? Yep. But then every once in a while they would do his Legend of Zelda one. Yeah. And I always hated it when it was a Legend because I wanted to watch the Super Mario one. But I was like, <laughs> I would watch the Zelda one. And then and Link was like a... like a Is play- that the one with the, excuse me, princess? Yeah. Is excuse that the- me. And he like, he was almost like Peter Vankman. If Peter Vankman was fucking this like this mid-ancient fucking hero. Yeah. But uh, the one thing I loved about that cartoon is they took the sound effect of his laser. Oh, like, really? I can hear that sound effect to this, like playing it, like the poching. Like, I don't yeah. know how to even make it, but like, I love that. Like, I uh, to honestly, I know it probably would have made the game too easy, but like, I would have loved this game so much more if you always had the laser, even if you were getting or, hit. Or given more of an option to use it more often. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe you had like a magic meter that ran down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can't believe Nintendo didn't think of all this stuff. <laughs> when they're making well, this game these lazy assholes fucking guys just turning out <laughs> these like shareware video games and, uh <laughs> but uh i do i i just i don't know i i just every time i was playing it i i enjoyed it more with the the laser part of the sword once i lost my laser i wasn't mad but i would honestly it's like have tricky to, yeah it gets so much harder and there yeah. were, especially near the end of the game i would find myself like leaving and going to other rooms where easier bad guys trying to refill my meter so that i could <laughs> Especially like when uh, arrows were powered by your rupees. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah you didn't so have you, a stock of arrows. Yeah, and there'd like be like the one I'm thinking of like there's like these knight characters that were only vulnerable by like the arrows yeah. being shot at them. Yeah, and they have a big sword in front of them, so it's like, well, how you have to? Yeah, burn your all your money trying to kill these guys and like. Uh, I mean, it's not impossible. There's, I mean, Zelda games have always been famous for if you just want to walk around and look long enough, you can get all the rupees you need. Yeah. But this one, I found it like at points, I found this game very grindy. Yeah. Like I needed, I needed a, a better shield, you know, the magic shield or yeah. whatever. Or because I will say, as, as much as we say the shields are useless, when you upgrade your shield to the, the larger one. one, and then you can block the laser shots from people. Yeah. Like that's a godsend. Yeah. Like. Um, you know, or like the potions. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I was talking about like the shield at the start. That like first it. one's a piece of crap. Yeah. Um, and then like the potions. You know, you could carry two potions around to fill up mm. your health. And like, I would, I would find myself. I'd have to go walk around and grind to raise up enough rupees to go refill my potions before I went to the next, uh, the next dungeon. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that kind of stuff. And I don't actually mind that. Like, I'm like, if it's supposed to be like, if I like, they're trying to do kind of a an actiony RPG. I'm okay with a little bit of grinding. Yeah. You know, here or there, it did hit a point. We're like, I won't lie to you, like playing it on the Switch online, I had save states. Yeah. And that was nice because when I got to a dungeon, I would go in with full hearts and two potions, save state it, try to play it. If I died, I'm not going to fucking walk around and grind for another hour. I'm yeah. just going to go try again, yeah. you know? But that's not necessarily a fault of the game. Maybe that's just me getting soft with current games, having checkpoints <laughs> everywhere. But I feel like I feel like a lot of Nintendo games were like that. Mega Man lot, games were like that too. Very, very difficult. Yeah. Like, uh, and I think that's why people don't go back and play this one. Like, I wouldn't... Uh, like, I know we've we've talked about other games, and you go back and play it. Uh, I That's why I don't necessarily say that about Zelda. No. Like, uh, like this one and, and the next one, like, it's kind of like... If you're going to play one from the past, Link link to the past is... That's, that's one you go check out. That's, like, the best of the overview... You know, uh, uh, that kind of uh, gameplay, it did it right. Yeah. It's, it's I agree with that. It's and, well designed, um, a lot more character. Yeah, it's funny, eh? Like, I mean, so I don't know which episode will go up when or anything, but another episode that Dave and I recorded today was uh, Punch Out, the original NES Punch Out. And I think like that's one of those NES games where like the Super Nintendo one is awesome too, but the NES one stood up. Yes. The Mario NES games played just as well today as they did then. Yeah. Um, Mega Man. I mean, they're hard, but the Mega Man games still play great. Yeah. Uh, you're right. The The original Legend of Zelda, and I like this game, and I'm not going to shit on this game, and I'm going to give it a good score. You could tell that there was just like, they were trying so many new things at once. You know what I mean? And I and like, and like Link to the Past was when 
they they figured out how to do all those things properly maybe yeah you know? yeah like it, there's so many new things and i you can't fault it for that no, uh, no. like and and back in the day this would have been the game like when your options are 15 games for a system yeah you know like yeah. that that one stands out as like oh yeah this is something different i can pour my my time into this game but now to like pour a few hours into this game would be like why bother yeah when the same formula was used in like link to the past link to the past is essentially this game in a lot of regards this game hd yeah yeah and very like with much better graphics and like a little more fleshed out story and uh and characters and stuff more items yeah yeah. more items uh that one has it figured out so yeah i don't think you need to go back to this one and play it no this it's a fun game like i had a great time like i'm happy i played through it i'm finished it the completionist side of me would go back and play this certainly but having said that i don't know if i see myself ever playing this game again you know what i mean i'm like i've I've done it now i can say i've played this one and put it on my resume yeah you got it i'm like i don't really want to do this again like it was like there was just too many points where it was go play breath of the wild yeah. This is the vision that they yeah. had for this game. Yeah. Is Breath of the Wild. From it, everything I've heard about it is like, yes, that sounds that's like it. most Zelda game. Like to me, that's the closing concept. Of, that'd be the end point of this game. Is like as fun as the original, like as cool as this game is, um, maybe more so than like any two video games in history, Breath of the Wild is the full coming of circle, like you know, the full like the full realization, realization of what they wanted this game to be. Yep. They have a giant open world. You could pretty well do anything you want in it. In any order. In any order. There's items that do various things. You know what I mean? You can use your items on the environment and it, all that kind of stuff. It's so easy to like, I would love to like get my nephew or somebody who's like 12 to try playing this. And I'm sure he'll play it for about <laughs> 20 minutes. He's like, this sucks. But it, this game is, uh, for its time, was completely revolutionary. It, it's, an, it's, it's a, as you were saying, it's the most, one of the most influential games. And, uh, it kind of like started the path for some of the greatest games to come afterwards. Sure. Like, you know, like whether, whether it is, you know, Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time, Breath of the Wild, like all of those could not have, have happened without this thing leading the charge. I would make an, I mean, and make, even for other games, like from other companies. That's too. what I was going to say is like, I mean, and I'm sure somebody eventually would have come up with the whole open world concept. Sure. But like for my money, this is probably, this is like, this is the first the one. The first open world game. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, this is like... That did it well enough to... At least to like, yeah, that, that it's worth playing. You know what I mean? Like, you look, you look, at, you look at The Witcher. You look at Skyrim. You look mm. at, at, at anything like that. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Any of those where it's a giant open world where you can pretty well do whatever you want. And it's like, this was that, yeah. but in the 80s. You yeah. know what I mean? This was the first real shot at it. And with a, with a limited capability. Like, it's, you know, making games for the Nintendo was notoriously difficult because you always had to restrict everything. Yeah, yeah. And think of how much it's in that game uh, that you can do. Yeah. That's like, they push the limits of that system in order to get uh, that open world concept. Sure. As yeah, good as you probably could at that time. And I, you know, just thinking about it right now, I think that one of the things that makes this game as, as iconic... Uh, and influential as it is, is the fact that like, not only did it in a way kickstart the open world concept, it also launched one of the most iconic franchises in gaming history. Yeah. Like it did both. Yeah. <laughs> if it had done one or the other, people would be like, dude, that's the first Zelda game. Yeah. Or dude, that's the first open world game. But the fact that it's both of those things, do you know what I yeah, mean? Like, I, I, that it reminds me of like Punch-Out. Punch-Out, yes, it had like a couple sequels. But yeah, it, this turned into a franchise yeah. that's still consistently making good games now. Yeah. Like, I mean, when you... Like, I don't care what anybody says. Like, when you think of the NES, uh, it's too, like, that Nintendo, dude, it was with that single. It was like Mario and then Zelda. It is. With that one console, they basically saved the video game industry because it was dying. Yeah. And they launched Mario and Zelda, which I don't care whether you're a Nintendo fanboy or you despise Nintendo nobody would 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 not have both of those franchises on the five greatest franchises in gaming history list they both have to be yeah they and they launched both of them on the console that saved gaming you know yeah that's really i never really thought about it like that before that's really cool like that's really special Nint- you know nintendo is a linchpin for the video game 
Yeah. I, I, it'd be interesting, like, what would have happened if Nintendo didn't happen? You know, mm. like, would video games be in existence? I've would thought, they be at that same point as we are now? Yeah, I've thought that, too. Like, would we just play arcade games and pinball? Like, yeah. Or would somebody have come along? Because, like, I mean, Sega, PlayStation, Microsoft, all those companies have all... They all still sing Nintendo's praises to this yeah. day. I know they're all competitive. Sega's not, but I know that there's competition <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. But everyone says, like, yeah, Nintendo's... Like, the gaming industry needs Nintendo. Like, they're just... They have to be there, right? Yeah. And this was the stuff that set that table. Yeah. Really cool stuff, man. Uh, so, what would you give the original Legend of Zelda? That's a tricky one. If we're... If we're t- oh, boy. By today. By if you, you reviewed it today. Then it's... Well, boy. I think... Instead of giving a rating, I think it's like don't bother playing fair enough don't 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 bother playing but it's it's still like important like it's like i i I like this game if i if i had it i think i would sit down i would like to go through and play it but i wouldn't recommend it to somebody who want who's never heard or never ever played this game if you've never played don't bother playing it yeah that's fair yeah if you were trying to get someone i would play it again (laughs) yeah if you were trying to get someone into gaming or trying to get someone into zelda this isn't the title to do it with. Yeah. At this point, you, there's two reasons to play this game now. It's for nostalgia. Yeah. Because you grew up with it, or it's uh, for the, the a history lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. completionist. Like that's I'm it. going to play all Zelda games. Okay. Right. That's it. You know, or go back, try it once, so you can partake in the history of Zelda. But then be like, all right, let's go play Link to the Past now. Or um, I, I, or if I was doing the thing of like, oh, I'm going to play through the timeline. <laughs> you oh, know, fuck like that fucking timeline. <laughs> I, fuck, you could do a whole episode on that timeline. Um, I'll give it a seven. I'll give it a seven. Yeah. Because I, re- I really did play it for the first time months ago. And, yeah. I, and I had fun, but I'll never play it again. Yeah. There's just better options out there for this style of game now. Even if you don't want to play there's Zelda. Better, yeah. Like, there's better Zelda games. But there are just better open world exploring top-down 8-bit game. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just everything in this game has been done better since. Yeah, everything. It just deserves a tip of the cap because of because what it is. Because it's the first. It's the first yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, dope. Well, thanks for doing that. I hope Zelda. <laughs> there's. A, I guarantee you, there's two or three Zelda nerds listening to this right now. They're like, like, "How dare they suggest don't play it? They're saying not to play Zelda. Your game sucks." There. <laughs> Good. Thanks, buddy. No problem. <laughs> going to do it for this week's episode you guys david thank you so much for coming over and talking zelda with me thank all of you so much for listening i know i uh mentioned it off the top and talked about it forever but if you enjoyed the show please leave us a good review shoot me a message on the instagram or on the twitter on the facebook whatever uh wherever you can and i will try my best to read them on here those comments mean the world to me so thank you all so much thanks for downloading you guys we're creeping up on five thousand really fast so that's awesome and uh that's it guys I loved it. I love this episode. I love this podcast. I like most of you guys. We'll be back next week with episode 40. We're talking wrestling. It's WrestleMania. It'll probably be the last wrestling episode for a while, but my buddy Andre, wrestling super nerd, is back, and we're going to dip into the smack. Uh, I almost gave it all away. It's a SmackDown game on the PS2 that everybody loves. You guys all know which one it is if you're a wrestling game fan. But that'll be in seven days. For now, play some Zelda, play some video games, take it easy, and I will check in with you guys again in a week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Cheers, whatever.